Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Strange News Daily is a production of iHeartMedia. In a world full of bizarre events, unsolved mysteries, and a billion stories from all corners of the globe, some news gets lost in the shuffle. This is your gateway to the stories on the fringe of the mainstream map. These are your dispatches in the dark. I'm Ben Bolin, and this is the Strange News Daily. Our first story today While world media is rightly consumed by the ongoing coronavirus pandemic, this does not mean that other news or global threats just suddenly stopped. The threat of rising temperatures and climate change, for instance, remain. And, if anything, the recent research indicates that our previous calculations about the climate crisis may be woefully incorrect. It all goes back to something we'll call the human survivability limit. You see, humans are pretty amazing at adapting to our environments. We have a number of biological superpowers. One of those, oddly enough, is sweating. As temperatures around us rise, we excrete sweat. This sweat evaporates, cooling our skin and helping to keep our bodies from overheating. This somewhat smelly, sticky, at times, superpower is a huge part of why we have spread to so many corners of the planet. For thousands of years, humans adapted and survived in a comfortable climate with an average annual temperature range of less than 28 degrees Celsius. That's less than 82.4 degrees Fahrenheit. This temperature range has been considered ideal for livelihood, human health, and agriculture for the last thousands of decades, really. But now, within a short span of just five decades, billions of people could find themselves living in areas with extreme temperatures, much, much higher than what was seen over the past 6,000 years. 
You see, even our superpower has limits. When the environment gets too hot and humid, for example, our sweat trick doesn't do the job anymore. This limit, which scientists refer to as the wet bulb temperature, is pretty easy to explain. When an old-school bulb thermometer is wrapped in a wet towel and reads 35 degrees Celsius or 95 degrees Fahrenheit, that indicates a temperature where even the most in-shape, best-sweating human being on Earth would probably die within just a few hours. For a long time, scientists believed these extreme temperatures rarely occurred, if ever, on Earth. But as our globe warms, recent climate simulations suggest the wet bulb temperatures around 35 degrees Celsius, again, 95 degrees Fahrenheit, could become more common toward the end of the century in certain regions. This would endanger hundreds of millions of people. It's already a grim, foreboding story, but there's a twist. It seems the timeline has accelerated. In a recent study published in Science Advances, researcher Colin Raymond conducted an analysis of global weather station data that shows this human survivability limit has been briefly surpassed at least a dozen times in the past four decades, mainly at sites along the Persian Gulf and Indus River Valley in India and Pakistan. The study also shows slightly lower but still dangerous wet bulb temperatures are increasingly familiar features of summer across swaths of the Middle East, South Asia, and the Gulf Coast here in the United States. Matthew Huber, a climate scientist at Purdue University in West Lafayette, wasn't part of this study but weighed in with some expertise saying, we expect these extreme wet bulb values to be rare but to become more common as the world warms adding, it's disturbing to see this happening in real time. Raymond's analysis found that just 40 years ago, these extreme events happened maybe once, maybe twice a year across the entire planet. But now, these oppressive moist heat events happen 25 to 30 times a year, which Raymond describes as a doubling or more of these extreme events over four decades. If carbon emissions are not drastically curbed in the coming decades, these rare extremes will become increasingly common. These conditions are unbearable without technology like air conditioning, and they make outdoor labor all but impossible. Raymond says we may have to rethink how to live in a place that's experiencing conditions outside of what we've evolved to experience. He adds, living in the Persian Gulf in summer may come to resemble living at the South Pole in the winter, in terms of extreme temperatures, that is. Add to that a recent study published in the Journal of Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, which projects that the average annual temperature will rise above 29 degrees Celsius in general. Uh, that's 84.2 degrees Fahrenheit. And this study accounts for dry and humid areas alike. So what does this mean in human terms? Well, the projections suggest that an estimated 3.5 billion people, that's nearly half of the present global population, will struggle in extremely hot temperatures within the next 50 years. By 2070, the number would account for around one-third of the total global population. Most of the affected population will be concentrated in the Sahara. This exacerbates the problem because the adaptive capacity and infrastructure there is also extremely limited. Uh, 
But even in the most optimistic condition, about 1.2 billion people will be severely affected due to the rise in temperatures. Also, the impact is more likely to hit the human populations as land warms at a faster rate than the oceans. The study also projects that this adverse effect of climate change will be more focused on hot and populated regions of Africa and Asia. The research suggests humans living in populated areas may experience a temperature increase of up to a whopping 7.5 degrees Celsius. That's a rise of 45.5 degrees Fahrenheit. You can find any number of maps and models analyzing these universally disturbing trends. And remember, even individuals living in countries that are fortunate in terms of geography or fortunate in terms of infrastructure, the ones that won't reach catastrophic temperatures in their lifetimes, they'll still find their lives affected because supply chains will have to readjust and the world will have to deal with the rise of massive migration in the form of climate refugees. Our second story today, PayPal and Tesla founder Elon Musk is back in the news again. And this time, it's not because he named his child a series of letters and numbers. Instead, he's declared that Tesla will reopen its Fremont, California factory, which has been closed since this March. Tesla officially restarted production yesterday at its plant in Fremont, albeit not with the local government's approval. The CEO, Elon Musk, confirmed workers are back on the job and specifically said that this decision goes against Almeda County's stay-at-home order. That's also not all he said. He notes he's willing to be placed under arrest as the factory restarts, commenting on Twitter with the following, quote, Tesla is restarting production today against Almeda County rules. I will be on the line with everyone else. If anyone is arrested, I ask that it only be me. This is a controversial move, obviously. It met with uh, some criticism and some support. Donald Trump, the current president of the United States, threw his support behind Musk just earlier today, tweeting that California should let Tesla and Musk open the plant. The factory's reopening came despite not receiving approval from the local government. But last Friday, California Governor Gavin Newsom said some manufacturing could begin restarting. However, Almeda County, where that Fremont factory resides, did not lift its order. One factory employee called Fox News affiliate KTVU to confirm that he had arrived for work at 6 p.m. on Sunday and would work a full shift, ending at 6 a.m. on Monday morning. The employee said Tesla is up and running, but expressed concerns that the plant is not following health guidelines. At the time of this recording, Tesla has not responded to requests for comment. Almeda County officials released a statement in regards to the reopening, saying in part, quote, We have notified Tesla that they can only maintain minimum basic operations until we have an approved plan that can be implemented in accordance with the local public health order. So the factory is complying with the state policies, but not the rules of the county. Musk has even called the stay-at-home orders fascist. He announced a lawsuit Tesla had filed against the county to reopen the assembly plant. He also declared the automaker's headquarters would relocate to Nevada or Texas and floated the possibility of pulling Tesla production out of California in direct response to the regulations. 
for our third story today, let's end on a slightly more positive note about nature. According to one Brazilian ecologist, the humble tapir may be the key to reviving the Amazon rainforest. And, in all theory, all this thing needs to do is walk around and poop. Since 2016, ecologist Lucas Paulucci has been a connoisseur of tapir dung, and as he treks through the degraded, damaged rainforest of the Brazilian Amazon, he sees enormous opportunity in tapir feces. Uh, specifically, he's looking at the leavings of Tapirus terrestris. That's a trunk-nosed lowland tapir. They're weird-looking things. Got a funny snout nose. Uh, kind of apparatus going on. They, they look maybe a little bit like these uh, pig-like herbivorous mammals. Anyway, their poop is chock full of precious seeds. Paulucci says that tapirs in Brazil are known as the gardeners of the forest. He adds that they eat the fruit of more than 300 different plant species, including seeds from large carbon-storing trees like mess apple trees. These seeds are so large that they can't pass through smaller animals. So the lowland tapir, which is South America's largest mammal, is one of the key agents of dispersing seeds throughout the Amazon. Paulucci and other researchers conducted an experiment in eastern Mato Grosso, where two forest plots had been control-burned to varying degrees from 2004 to 2010. One plot was burned every single year, the other was burned every three years, and a third plot was left to grow untouched as a control group. Paulucci and his colleagues walked through these plots, and they recorded the location of 163 dung piles, and then they compared the location of these dung piles with camera trap recordings of tapirs roaming through the area. Then they literally dug into it. They went into the feces, and they separated out all the individual seeds. Not the most enviable job, perhaps, but a very important one. They counted a total of 129,204 seeds from 24 different plant species. The camera traps showed the tapirs were spending way more time in burned areas instead of in the pristine forest. Maybe it's because they enjoyed the sunshine once they got out from under the forest canopy. The animals also deposited more than three times as many seeds per hectare in burned areas than they did in the untouched forest. This means that they are literally reseeding the forest after natural fires or destructive slash and burn techniques. But let's not let the tapirs get all the credit. Paulucci found tapirs may be sort of the interstate truckers of these seeds throughout the forest. But if that's true, then the humble dung beetle is the door delivery guy. Dung beetles break off and bury little pieces of tapir dung, including any seeds that might be within. Uh, they're hiding it away to snack on later. But this helps the seed germination begin. Amazon ranchers are typically required by law to maintain around 80% of native forest cover on their properties, but, of course, many trees have been illegally cleared and need to be replanted. Paulucci believes tapirs can be a fundamental, cost-effective part of this solution, so long, that is, as we can keep them and their natural habitat alive. Roughly 20% of the Amazon has been destroyed, with another 7% expected to be gone by 2030 if current deforestation rates continue without declining or without accelerating. So, as for now, 
If you're listening, Tapiers, keep doing what you're doing. You're the heroes we need. That's all for today. We've been asking you to chime in with suggestions for stories you think your fellow listeners should know about, uh, your bad dad jokes, or your personal experience with COVID-19. Let us know what's going on in your neck of the global woods by tagging hashtag StrangeDaily on Twitter or reaching out to me directly. I'm at Ben Bolin, HSW on Twitter or at Ben Bolin on Instagram. Today's shout out goes to Simply Solly over on Twitter, who says in Cambodia, when you make a phone call as the caller, instead of hearing the normal phone ring, it plays a government message about working together to beat COVID-19. This happens for all phone calls. How does this work? That's an excellent question, Simply Solly. It's one we're planning to dig into for a future episode. So stay tuned. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Dylan Fagan, our research associate, Sam Teagarden, and most importantly, folks, thanks to you. I'm Ben Bullen. We'll see you tomorrow. Until then, stay strange. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your your perfect home sweet home.